Hey, thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk about something in my life that has been very important. And that is to admit that everything that I've achieved in my life would not have been possible without the help of others. Today I want to teach you how you can get others to trust you just by showing up and being your genuine self. Hey, it's J-Rom. Thanks for tuning in to Your Universal Mind, the transmitter to the universe. Throughout my life, I felt that I've had to do most of the things in my life myself. The reason primarily being is because I'm an only child. I have no siblings, I have no close relatives, and pretty much every huge event or anything that's happened in my life has either been in the presence of my mom, my stepdad, or just myself. That being said, it's really easy just even to, ha whether or not you have people or not in your life, it's really easy to think that you're in a vacuum, that no one really cares about what you're doing, nobody really bats an eye on if you do something good or bad or do it incorrectly or correctly, but there's something within you, within your soul and your mind that knows that it, needs, it wants to accomplish something, it wants to do something for humanity. And when you go about your day, whether you're interacting with people at the grocery store, whether you're interacting with your coworkers at work, you start to realize that you, you start to realize that you want to form connections with people, and this is not something that is due to a, 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 a underlying connotation or some kind of like um, underlying meaning where you're trying to get something out of the other individual. Rather, I think it's the basic human need of connecting. The beauty of connecting with people is that it doesn't happen with every single person. We have the ability to relate and to be friendly with pretty much everyone, but there are very few people that come into our life who we can connect with. And when we connect with those people, we have a similar energy, we have a similar purpose, and maybe even a similar life. Who knows? The more you get to know that person, the more you can see overlap within your individual lives. It turns out that when you clap in a room, right, if say if someone's giving a presentation and one person starts clapping after the presentation, a second person claps, a third person claps, what you wanted to say via your hands starts to get amplified. And I think that's the origin of every great thing that's been accomplished in life by any individual. Most people have a hard time being remarkable, remarkable by themselves. But if you have something within you and you multiply it by 100, that becomes much more powerful. And that's what happens when you build a community of people, people that you connect with and understand you at that level. To me, a community has a very, very important part in my life. The reason being is many times, especially in our individual lives, there comes moments where we have difficulties, life comes at you, you have things that come up, you don't have time to maybe go about your normal schedule, and that's why it's important to have someone else that has your back. Not necessarily saying that they need to do the work for you, but someone that you're accountable to. Yes, you've often heard that people say you should only be accountable to yourself, but what about when you put in all that work and all that energy, and you're putting in all that work, it's impossible to go for that level of commitment without having something to be accountable for. If you, don't have, if you don't have a bigger purpose or you don't feel like you're doing something for a greater good or a greater bad, if that's your MO, then you're going to want to quit at the first sign of failure because there's something that is not beyond you that guides you to do that thing. So in the community, if you're with people, no matter how sick you feel, I mean, think about when you go to work, right? When you go to work, certain coworkers make you really happy to show up. In fact, for some people, the coworkers are the reason why they stay at shitty jobs. And that's crazy because you think in the beginning that people stay at a job because they need money. That is true, but you don't buy loyalty from a paycheck. It's the culture and the company and the coworkers that you're with that buys the loyalty. 
And oftentimes you'll notice that the company morale or the or the, the group morale will decrease if someone gets fired or someone leaves the job. The entire shift happens within that environment. The last job that I had as a chemist, a lot of the components of it were pretty negative, but I used to show up for the paycheck. And when you talk to many of the people there, they disliked it, but they showed up for the paycheck because it paid decently for the amount of work we had to do. After about a couple years, I decided that, hey, this is not for me because I didn't feel happy. There's a lot of chemical exposures, there's things that were happening there that I didn't really approve of, and many people felt the same way. Now, when you're in a situation where you don't like to be in, or that you don't like to be in, you have one of two options, either adapt or get the fuck out. For me, I was in that crossroads because it was my first career job after I got my degree. It's something that I wanted to do. It looks good on paper. I can tell my friends, yeah, you know, I'm in the pharmaceutical industry and I'm doing stuff. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's fulfilling. I mean, you get some things. At what sacrifice does the ego take over and your soul is left to be thirsty and hungry? So after a while, I decided, no, man, this is not for me. And the second part is that if you live in a company, and by live, I mean you're there for like 12 hours a day, five days a week, you don't even stay home. In fact, you stay at work more than you do at home. It becomes crazy. If you're not even there for the people and you're there for the paycheck, what are you even doing? Well, yes, it's important to pay the bills and have a paycheck coming in every two weeks. Most of the people that live paycheck to paycheck don't realize that they're one or two paychecks from being homeless. That's crazy. I mean, we're, that, is, that should give anxiety to more people than we'd like to think. But instead, we're tripping about another paycheck. I mean, another paycheck, another bill, another thing that's so small. But if you don't get paid for a week, what do you get? Unemployment? Okay, that's fantastic. But how much does unemployment really compare to what you're making? Especially if you have a job that pays way more than what unemployment does. Now, it turns out that when we start living a life where we show up to the job site for the paycheck maybe for the culture, the more money we make, we tend to find out ways to spend it just as equally. So it's like the more you make, the more you spend. And so you end up getting into certain debts that aren't something you'd get into if you didn't have that money access in the first place. So whether you're buying a house or a car or things that you really think you either, either you truly enjoy or you think you enjoy, you're in a hole. And while you're making these decisions to buy stuff and to get things externally that make you happy, really start to consider these things because the more into the hole you go, the more you're gonna to have to rely on your job. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has this particular prerogative or you know, not everyone's trying to just get a Beamer or a car. Sometimes people, they need money for their family, for their, for their bills, for their student loans, you know, for the things that they did when they were younger. But that shouldn't stop you. That shouldn't stop you from at least putting in an hour of work for something that you love to do and making that transition every day of your life. Because yes, you can be at your job from 6 in the morning to 6 in, six at night. You can go home, be tired, crack a beer, maybe go work out, do something else. But changing your trajectory of your life by doing something for one hour a day in a 24-hour day will have great benefits. I mean, it's kind of like if you're trying to move a house, right? If you shift the foundation, the house is going to move. It might even fall. The house that you've built yourself was not by your choice. Understand this. It was done by things that were external to you that you thought you needed, but no one ever told you that everything you have is within yourself. One of the sad truths of life is that once we get older, we realize the truths of things. We start giving less of a shit of what people think, and we start focusing more on ourselves. 
The closer mortality and the idea of dying comes to our mindset, the more we realize that, hey, we need to do things that we love with people that we enjoy doing it with. But for a lot of people, they're willing to, even though they know this, they're willing to forego that. They're willing to wait until they're 60 or 70 to live their life. Now, I've often heard by great people, people that have been CEOs of companies, senior center individuals when I used to work there, that life comes in three phases. Okay, One, when you're a kid, you have... Let me see if I can get this right. You have all the time, but no money. Second phase is that you have no time, and you have all the money. And that's when you're working, doing your career job. And the third part of your life, you have all the time, all the money, but no health. That's interesting. Now, if we go from the first, second, and third part of the life, time that we're referring to is the amount of energy that you have. How is it that in the first stage of life, you have all the energy as a child, you have the exuberance, you have the in the moment mindset to go out and play, but you don't have any money to buy anything. I mean, why would you even need it? You don't have access to anything, right? As you get older, you're like, okay, great. I have a job, I have money, but I have no time to spend it. I have to take time off of my work. And if I take time off of my work past my vacation hours, I'm going to be behind on my bills. Then when you get older, what time do you have left? What energy do you have? In fact, the day after I quit my job, I spent a couple weeks just trying to redo the crap that I did to myself over the years. Having the schedule of going to school, going to work, work. I've been working since I was 13 years old. Now I'm about to be 30 this year. But the first time that I ever went to the beach, <laughs> during the middle of the week, during like between the 9 to 5 hours of working, I was out there just reading a book. And it was one of the best things that I've done in a long time. But when I looked out on the shore, I saw old people. I saw retired people enjoying the beach. And I've had so many conversations with my friends about, hey, why don't we go to the beach? Why don't we go do something? But they're busy. <laughs> they're busy paying bills. They're busy paying loans. They're fucking trapped. And that kills me. You know, what am I going to be doing out there? I mean, there's a double benefit for me to do this podcast to encourage you because... I don't want to be the only person out there on the beach who's enjoying it. I need to have a friend or I need to have people who think similarly, who are willing to rise above and fucking just go for it. Break the shackles, you know, exit that invisible prison that everyone has been locked into. And I really hope you get what you want, because that way the world becomes better. Instead of there being 50 or 60 year olds, which is fine, they're doing their thing. But for me, I'm envisioning a different future. So today's 4th of July. America, or I guess, U.S.'s independence. But it's interesting and a bit ironic that I'm talking to you about your independence. This country is awesome because it allows you to do what you need to do. But the people are still controlled. Whenever I go to Target, whenever I go to a place where I see people in uniforms, I see cogs in the machine. I don't see people that are individuals. And when I do see the individuals, it's when the shirts are untucked. When I talk to them, beyond the whole automatic conversation, like, hey, how's it going? Did you find everything you needed okay? People trip out when you when I continue the conversation after that. I'm like, hey, I'm good. How are you? Oh, fuck. They just freeze like deer in headlights because the programming doesn't allow them to continue the conversation after that. So, what do we need to do? I mean, tell me. <laughs> help me out. Help me out. How can I help you help myself? How can I get you to hang out on the beach with me? Do what we need to do. All right? Just get after it, please. I'm here. I got your back. I'll catch you in the next podcast. Cheers.